0: Thank you.
1: greetings and welcome to elm city lit fest the podcast we want to thank you for coming with us tonight elm city lit fest is a celebration of literature literary artists and literature literary artists and literature of the african diaspora tonight and i am here i'm ife michelle founder of elm city lit fest I'm here with Emily Mayo, a co-coordinator of Emily of, of the Elm City Lit Fest. Why am I tongue-tied tonight? <laughs> and tonight our show is kids lit. We are so excited to have a, a, a black publishing company for children's literature here in CT. We keep telling people CT's lit. And it is lit. So I'm going to introduce you now to Doctor Melissa Sujan and her
2: daughter. Hello, hello,
1: and her daughter Olivia Lauren. The publishing company is Lauren uh, Lauren Simone Publishing, which is after both of your daughters. Am I correct? That is correct. And we Hi. all. We have two authors with us, Imani, and I'm sorry, I forgot Imani's last name, Imani Ariana Grant. Hi, I'm so happy to be here. And Yvette Perry, oh gosh, I'm so sorry, (laughs) Yvette Phillips. Welcome, Yvette. Thank
3: you so much. It's a pleasure being here. Thank you for having me.
1: Um, and we are so, ex- this is like, so key for us, for children, books to be for us and by us. So it's it's an, it's a, an exciting thing to do. And um, Melissa, I'd like you to just tell us
4: a little bit about how you got started with the publishing company. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having us. So I'm a researcher, I'm a psychologist, and one of the projects that I was doing was using literacy to teach kids engineering, the design cycle. Books have problems and they also have solutions. So I came home to Olivia and I was telling Olivia, I can't believe that in today's day and age that the books are still lacking so much diversity. And Olivia said,
2: Well, if you're so upset, instead of complaining about it, solve the problem yourself.
4: (laughs) Right? So she was what? seven, eight years old, and she's like, be the solution. And that's part of being in engineering, right? Finding solutions to problems. So we wrote, she said, mom, write your own book. I wrote my book. And she's like, mom, I wanna write your, a book with you. We wrote a book and then we just kept going. And then we, the more we wrote, people started saying, how did you do it? And I'm like, let's do it together. And then that's how the publishing house started. So she's Olivia Lauren and my older daughter is Alyssa Simone So the company's named Lauren Simone.
1: don't see it you gotta when you don't see it you gotta make it yourself <laughs> um, So how did you find the authors?
4: I really believe that once you're commissioned to do something, they find you. So um, Imani is Olivia's friend so she said she wanted to write a story. She told her mom her mom sought me out um then her mom referred yvette and yvette referred ayana and it was just like referral after referral after referral and in the same way we found the illustrators like i knew a parent they said their kids draw on facebook parents are posting their kids drawings and i was like we want to promote your kids we want to build your kids portfolio so it's really just networking and snowballing
1: OK, um, okay. And...
2: Yeah,
1: let me get my headphones on.
2: <laughs>
1: Emily, you have a question.
2: Yeah, I'll take over.
0: And I guess I'll ask Olivia, why Why do you feel it was important to keep going and um, work with your mom and building a publishing company?
2: It was important to me because once I found out that I love writing, I just kept writing books with my mom and my sister. And when someone loves something that you do and they want to be a part of it, it's just really inspiring.
0: That's awesome. Very cool. Be back. (laughs) Be very back. She's still trying. I will keep going. (laughs) And Imani, what what about you? What, What about you interested in wanting to write a book?
5: So my first book was inspired by my little brother because he was very interested in space. So he inspired me to write a poem, One Summer Day. And from there, I thought, why not just take it to the next level and help him to learn more about that topic he was so interested in along with another, a lot of other kids who were interested in that same topic. And from there, when I wrote that first book, I just kept going. I like writing because it, it helps me to inspire others. I want to inspire and teach others with my work. Oh
1: my God. That is wonderful.
5: How old are you, Imani? I'm 11, soon to be 12. Okay. And Yvette also has a
1: book. <laughs> what inspired you Yvette to be a children's author
3: uh, my son actually did when I uh, when he was a baby I would tell him a lot of made-up stories and one of the nights when I was telling him a story I said to myself why not just write the story and so that's how I started writing my son was my best inspiration
1: Listen, our children, because we wanna we want them to grow and and be confident in, in learning their stories and the first literacy begins at home, right?
3: Right. Exactly.
1: <laughs> so um okay, I got a few questions. Why why do you feel that it's important, Melissa? Again, because you did literacy. What what else is are I can ask, ask me, why do you think it's, your book is important? Imani, let's we'll start with Imani.
5: So I think my book is important because I want to educate people. I want to teach people more about topics that some kids don't know about. I want to expand people's knowledge of certain things. And my books mostly focus on the category of STEM mainly the s which is science so i want to teach kids more about science and do you also illustrate your book no i have illustrators
1: and olivia um what about you what how why do you feel that well you we got from your mama <laughs> inspired by your mom but i like
2: to educate people as well as Moni said i also like telling my story because we look at black books and they talk about the history and yes that's important to teach but we have to remember that we're humans too we have stories we have fun experiences so i really wanted to share that with the world
4: absolutely um so when she talks about like history she means like the first black baseball player the first black singer the first it's always a first and i'm like they're regular black boys and girls running around living their lives like amelia bedelia is a story of this white girl having fun right or amy and there are all these stories of just kids living regular lives. So why can't black characters be seen in the same way and share their experiences? Also, Dr. Rudine Sims Bishop says that books should be windows, mirrors, and doors. So mirrors mean that books should reflect yourselves. So if every kid is reading a book and they don't see themselves, then that's an issue. That's a problem, right? Books should be windows where kids can look out to see different people's experiences, and there should be doors where you can walk out and experience something. Like Dr. Sue says. Um, Reading is having a place to go right somewhere ex- external outside of yourself So I feel it's really important for us to have diverse representation and you don't consider ourselves black books We consider ourselves Multicultural books and universal design because we have books with kids in wheelchairs. We talk about sign language We want all kids to be able to read our books and enjoy them And Yvette when, when your book was published what was uh, the significance or
1: importance for you for getting your book out there outside of okay. your son
3: my book it teaches a lot about love forgiveness release resilience strength and um bravery and uh, when i was writing the story i i was focused on having a positive um ending to the story and so that is what my story is about it's you know teaching young kids and even though it's the tale of princess alicia it's not only geared towards girls it's also geared towards boys you know teaching them how to be independent persons not you know that they have to sit around and wait on somebody else to come and help them they can go ahead and you know help themselves and one of the things you know a lot of times sometimes it's hard for uh individuals to forgive each other but when you read my story and uh you you see how big the forgiveness was in there you'll really be amazed
1: wow okay so now i'm going to ask if we can hear um at least two pages at least <laughs> from your book
2: okay. And okay, sure. Can we
1: we start first with um Olivia, and then Imani, and then Yvette.
2: Okay. Okay, there we go. Did you just like the first couple of pages? I'm Olivia Lauren, and I love to travel with family. One of the best things about traveling is learning about transportation. The ways we traveled are called modes of transportation. Let's learn about some of them together. I've never gone up in an air balloon. If only it could fly me to the moon. So the book is basically explaining different modes of transportation and how they work. It's called Olivia Travels.
1: Thank you for that. Are you
2: are you eleven years old too? I'm twelve years old. I'm turning thirteen in November. Oh. And do you have more books on, <laughs> coming up on the pipe? <laughs> um, we have four other books. So. This one is called Things We Wear. It's about what we wear and how we wear them, how we use them. This one's called Occupations A to Z. It explains different occupations A to Z. This one is Olivia Connects, showing different modes of communication from the olden days till now. And this is the last one. It's called Guide to Becoming an Actor. It basically explains how to become an actor because when I was younger, like seven, eight, I was a model and an actor, and people were wondering how I did it. Imani,
1: Imani, have
5: you read next, please? Okay, so I'm going to be reading about one third into my first book, Disco Balls of the Universe. First up in the spotlight is Mercury. He is the smallest, but has some real fast moves. Next up is Venus. She just raised the roof with her hot tennis moves. it's way too hot in here. So the book is basically going through space. I'm going through space and I'm dancing in a party with each of the planets. So it teaches kids about the eight planets in our solar system. Can you show us the cover of the book, please? Sure.
1: And how did you come up with the title, Disco Balls of the Universe? <laughs>
5: <laughs> so the title was, I came up with that because I was thinking the summer day that I wrote the poem, I was thinking of a name and I'm like, I wish I was dancing and party when, right now. I wish I was going to have fun. And right after that, I thought of my brothers. So Disco Balls of the Universe. And do you have any other books in, in process? Yes, I do. So this is my second book, The Golden Life of Sally Sunflower. It teaches kids about reproduction and growth of a plant, how the plant grows. And it teaches kids all about things like germination, pollination, and basically the life cycle of a plant. And I will soon have a third book, which is a surprise. Okay. Um,
1: can we hear a little bit from the second book? No problem. All
5: right. I'll start at the beginning. Imani and her classmates were on a field trip. They visited a plant nursery to learn how plants grow. Everyone went their separate ways. Everyone went their separate ways to explore. Suddenly a small voice said Hey down here Who is that? Monty replied.
1: Listen, we're gonna post uh, the website (laughs) for Lauren Simone, cause these kids got it going on. Like the future is bright despite the political climate right now. Anyway, (laughs) Um, Yvette, let's hear from you in your book.
3: Okay, I'm gonna read a little bit of the prologue. And here we go uh this is the picture uh uh the cover of the book the tale of princess alicia and her animals here we go in the kingdom of Bryce lived a very happy royal family the castle walls vibrated with laughter as princess marcia and her brother prince kevin raced from room to room they were very happy children even though danger lurked around every corner. Their parents didn't tell them about the danger. They didn't want them to worry about anything. Princess Marcia was two years younger than Prince Kevin, but they were as close as two peas in a pod. Their parents could hardly keep them apart. Princess Marcia and Prince Kevin kept the servants very busy running after them every day. One day, Princess Marcia was playing with her dolls, and Prince Kevin wanted her to play soccer with him. She didn't want to go. He got mad and kicked her dollhouse, and it broke into pieces. He quickly apologized, realizing what he had done, and said, I am sorry. I did not mean to. Princess Marcia was furious with her brother and told him, I will never forgive you for this. Immediately, a shadow seemed to fall over the palace. Fortune tellers had been associated with the palace for many years. They had predicted the future of the children and their prediction was a very grave one. This left the parents very worried. So they placed a 24 hour security watch on the children.
1: There we go. Thank you so much for that. So, Melissa, I want to ask you because you have children illustrators as well as authors. So how does that, how do you match up? Like, um, how how do
4: you match them? Great question. So um, in the beginning, I just had um, Simon uh, Simon and Zachary. So they they did the majority of her characters. And what's really interesting is just to see how they grew. And then I met Leo um, Lionel Embat, who's an adult author. He had just graduated college at the time. So he, I introduced the two of them together and he basically gave them lessons on how to make their art, their art more digital. So he helped them grow as well. Um, and then, like I said, I just started reaching out to other parents who had children who liked drawing. So like our newest is Zoe Nib. We were hoping to have her on the show tonight. Um, yeah, and it just kind of grew that way. So we're really, our goal is really to nurture young artists. like if we're talking about telling our own stories, and if stories are written for children, should should children be the authors and the illustrators?
0: You're
4: muted.
1: What should authors know when they're um,
2: dealing with publishing companies?
4: So, there's three different types of publishing houses. There are the traditional ones where you reach out to them. Some of them are accepting manuscripts. Some of them are not accepting unsolicited manuscripts. So, first you need to know are they accepting or are they not accepting, and then you have to think about. Do you want them to own the rights or do you want to own the rights so you need to think about the pros and cons for each type of publisher so you have the traditional one where they per they take your manuscript they publish it they find the illustrator and you get some commission for it but you don't own the rights and then you have self-publishing where you publish it yourself and there are many different ways to do that but you have full control and i i want people to be careful with this option because just because you self-publish doesn't mean you shouldn't still do the other steps which means like getting an editor or getting a professional illustrator right there are just certain things that you need to know and the third option is a hybrid of these two which is where we come in so it's like you have our illustrator our authors have their own have owned the rights to their book so they own the rights they can decide to walk away if they want um, and they get 70% royalties as opposed to 10 or 20% so you need to think about the pros and cons for ownership marketing when you go to a traditional author you're still marketing it yourself so like what's the benefit except they have expert they have expertise they have experience and they have relationships with the bigger companies like the bookstores the libraries and things like that so there are pros and cons either way so as a author you need to do your research and think about what the benefits are for you where your strengths and weaknesses lie and make your decision from there Okay. And I want to ask that
3: I was introduced to, um, Lauren Simone publishing by, uh, Shanika. I remember, uh, discussing with her that I was looking for a publisher and I didn't really know what to do. I was naive in the whole thing and I did not want to do self publishing. So she introduced me uh, to
1: Melissa. And what was the process for like for you once you met Melissa? Oh, the the process was very
3: smooth. Melissa is the kind of publisher who she um she involves you in everything and she doesn't leave you hanging. And what I thought, first of all, just to back up a little bit, I thought that once I wrote the book, that would be it. I thought I would be giving the book to Melissa, and then she would be doing the editing, and she would be doing the publishing, and I would just be sitting back and relaxing until the end, um, until the end of everything. Little did I know that I would be so involved in it, and I learned so much, you know, along the way. And one of the things that Melissa said to me, which really resonated with me she said when i asked her you know why was i so involved in everything she said to me that as an author if she takes over the full editing of my book then the story wouldn't be mine so i need to be involved in it so that it still um you know shows me as the author or portrays me as the author so that it's still my story not just her story that she edited the way she wanted to do So every edit that was done, I was involved in it.
1: And did you have a vision in your mind for how you wanted it to look? Did you talk about that and go through the process with an illustrator?
3: Uh, Yes, I did, I did. And I communicated through Melissa and everything she brought back to me and uh, to get my approval. Because I did the research at first, she asked me to research. You know to and sent her um pictures of what i would like uh mine to look like and um so there were examples and then uh, my my um illustrators were simone and uh, and zachary and they really did an amazing job
1: and how does your son feel about the book
3: <laughs> oh he loves it <laughs> he loves the book He was actually here beside me. He just got up just now.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Imani, what was the process like for you um, with your friend and her mom publishing the book and um,
5: and for your illustrating? Um, When I heard that my book was going to be published, I was so excited i was like so excited like really excited so when i was told that i had to do a draft of the illustrations i got on it right away and i sent it to them i waited for a while and after about some oh i would say about a month two months we got on the editing for the story me and my mom did the story before we did the illustration draft then we did all the editing, we got it in, everything was fine. Now we were just waiting for the final product to be out. And it took a while. I was getting a little impatient because I was super excited to see my first book, my first new book. So I got a little impatient and I'm like, mom, where? when is this coming out? When is it coming out? Like almost every day, I was very excited. So when it finally came out, I was like jumping around the house. <laughs> So yeah, the process was it took a long time. I would say it took a while, but it was pretty it was pretty smooth. It didn't do anything. It well it didn't take that long, but it took a while. (laughs) Okay.
1: I keep muting myself when people are talking because I'm like and I don't want all that happening (laughs) while you're talking. Because like you all are exciting me so much, it's like wow, these young people are so brilliant, and and just your vision event and Melissa, like it's wonderful, and I'm so full right now. Um, but I want to ask Imani and and Olivia as young leaders, because you are leaders. If you're you're putting content out there that is inspiring and teaching. Other young people, um, what have you learned um, from your peers or from other children that have benefited from your book? Yvette, this is a question for you as well. What have you learned from other young people that has benefit for your book? So I'll start with Imani and then go to Olivia and then Yvette.
5: Okay, so I learned a few things about my a few more things about my topics that I write about. Whilst doing my research, I learned a few things more onto the topic. But other than that, I learned that your work can really inspire people. When you put all this effort and all this waiting into something that you really believe in, People, people appreciate it. And people are really inspired by your work, which is what motivated me to keep writing, that I was inspiring people. So I learned that when you put in the good work, you get out some good stuff.
2: I would say one main thing that I learned is I like helping and teaching people because when people would learn something or they would be excited to read my book, it just made me so happy that someone was going to learn someone something while actually enjoying themselves. So I learned that I like writing and I love the feedback, good or bad. It helps me grow as a person in general
3: um one of the things that i i'll never forget is uh i one of the young girls who bought my book she was um about eight her parents bought the book for her and her mom the next time her mom saw me she said that her daughter was saying to her oh my gosh mom she was talking about me i know she was talking about me so her mom said to her no she wrote a story about princess alicia she said no 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 mommy she was talking about me so her mom said okay so where in the book do you see that she was talking about you she said mom she described me she said big poofy hair and round beautiful eyes so what happened was her mom said she was always telling her that so when she read that in the book she saw when she saw me the next time she said miss yvette i know i was in your book you were talking about me so for me knowing that little girls can identify themselves with my book it is a blessing to me and to know that it touch lives even for my students when i read the story to them because i have um a couple girls now who we're doing remote so when the session ends they stay on because they want to hear the story so i'm going through a reading session with them right now and i just love how my story touch and not only young people it touch adults as well
1: it's very inspiring it's very very inspiring and melissa what makes your publishing house different from these other ones that, so, that are Before I there? address
4: that question, I just want to piggyback on Yvette. It's like, when you're growing up and all you're reading about are stories that are, are white kids with blonde hair, straight hair, it makes you wonder about your value. And then to read a book like Yvette's where there's poofy hair. So like, if you watch Netflix bookmarks, a lot of the stories about skin color and hair texture, they're addressing the topic directly but sometimes we don't really need to address it directly. We just need to see ourselves when we talk about those mirrors, the representation, right? So I I truly enjoyed it. When I got Yvette's manuscript, I was like, yes, because our publishing house, now to answer your question, is about empowering young people, educating young people. So I I love Imani's books because we believe sternly, very firmly that we should increase the pipeline for STEM. And it it doesn't start in high school. It starts very early, right? We see that a lot of kids, especially girls around the age of 13, they no longer are interested in science. Why? Because when they think of a science, they think of Albert Einstein, um, Steve Hawking, um, Isaac Newton, all white, old men in lab coats. But when you can start seeing scientists like Imani, like a little girl who is planting a seed or dancing with the planets, girls now can see themselves very early as scientists and then they'll move into those fields, right? So it's really about cultivating minds. And I think that's how our publishing house is different. One, we really push diversity and diversity, not just by race, but by ability and by age, because we're using these young authors and young illustrators. So I think diversity is what makes us really stand out from others. You're muted. I keep saying that i love
1: that in your mission your mission is to publish high quality multicultural literature written and illustrated by young authors that empowers that's empowering in and of itself and it, it's like so gratifying and, and we have a few um comments in the on the facebook page that People are loving this. It's very inspired. Um, and one of our writers that was uh, Sharika Ford, who's also um, has a couple of children's books, she said she's very inspired by this as well. Um, so how can illustrators get their way to you? How do they get um, make their way in the industry? And do you so they can do you be- network them?
4: So yeah, they can email us and they can choose to work with us or we can guide them and just give them direction about like how to become an illustrator. So yes, we're very interested in, in empowering. And I think kids also enjoy that they're getting paid. They're getting paid to do something, right? So it's very important to just have kids realize that they're valued, they're smart, they're brilliant, they're talented, and it's it just works in really building our community and building the future.
1: And um for the authors. How has um can you hear me? Is am I echoing? It's echoing. Okay. Um, how have your families um well Imani, I see your mother's like your number one fan. She like <laughs> got you out there. But um how have other people in your family um have they they read the books are they celebrating with you um help um to let it, tell us a little bit about that and your friends your family and your friends Imani and Olivia and Yvette
5: so when my first book came out I sent some copies to my family and I got a lot of text messages from my mom saying, oh, we're so proud of you. Oh my gosh, I can't believe you did this. This is amazing. I'm so proud of you. And it just filled my heart with joy. When my friends first saw it, they were amazed. (laughs) And I was amazed myself. I was proud of myself. They were proud of me. And I'm glad that people enjoy my work and my family and my friends.
2: Yes, yeah, same, like when I showed it to my family, they were really supportive and excited for me. Almost all of my family members bought my books and they post on social media, just supporting me and really spreading out our work. And it made me feel really good. Like these are my family members and they're here for me. Um, when my friends saw it, they were kind of just like surprised that I wrote all these books of my mother and they like didn't know about it for the longest time. And my teachers were excited. They were like, read the book in class, and everyone was just really supportive and happy for me.
4: Yeah, we've been very fortunate. Our community has embraced us. We're in the town library. Um, the schools invited us to a spring forum where Olivia read Olivia travels. So yeah, we we really felt loved and welcomed and supported by our community.
3: So when my family um, found out that I had done everything, I got my book published and, I, you know, I completed writing it and I'm having it out there. They were excited for me and I have gotten a lot of support from my family and their friends, you know, and over social media whatever i post they are sharing it so i have a lot have gotten a lot of support from my family my friends as well i have gotten a lot of support from my friends um i i remember when i had my book launch i was blown away because i didn't know that so many people would have been there i mean melissa you were there the, the, the it there were standing room only and people outside looking in it was just amazing and uh, i've gotten out since then too i've still gotten the support um of friends i remember speaking with one of my friends uh, a couple weeks ago and we were talking about my book and she said you know even i'm still amazed because when you told me that you were gonna write a book i was like okay all right yeah man go ahead write a book when you told me that you completed the book i was blown away she was like oh my gosh i have a friend who is an author (laughs) so i've gotten a lot of support i am i i I feel so blessed with everything that is going on i'm
0: really blessed yeah and i want to just hop in and say um olivia and imani you said uh well olivia specifically said that you are also an actor um do you see yourself um becoming an actor when you grow up um do you want to do it all do you want to keep writing
2: right now i'm doing it all but it really depends how i feel i do eventually want to take over the company and keep working on it so that is going to be one of my main goals but if it ever happens to be that i get a big role then yes i would definitely continue acting. amazing do both
0: Amani, do both. Do both. Do both. what about you what do you where do you see yourself in like five years Are yourself still writing um, do you want to go to school for the sciences? What about you? So
5: I want to keep writing, definitely. But I would see myself going to college to become a pharmaceutical scientist. A pharmaceutical scientist is a person who makes medicine. So I've always wanted to work in the health department. So I thought I would take up that job when I grow up and I will definitely continue writing. When I first started writing, my goal was 20 books, and I am determined to achieve that goal.
0: So I'll be doing both. I love it. Emma Syvette, you see yourself um, continuing to
3: write? Oh, yes, I am working on my third book. Actually, I have another book, which is the Princess Alicia Activity Book, and that has um, puzzles in there that, that had pictures to the color and mazes and stuff. And uh, this is actually the cover of it, Princess Alicia Activity Book. And yes, I am working on my third book.
0: And will it still be a children's book?
3: I think I may, it's, it's going to be a children's book, but I also have something for, um, older, um,
0: the older general. That's exciting. I would love to read it. <laughs> I'm just, I was sitting here thinking that I, yeah, I, I was sitting here thinking that I haven't read, um, many children's books lately because I don't have kids, but bec- when I do, I always pick up, you know, it always reminds me of the messages that authors are wanting to, you know, convey in their work. So I'm um, definitely picking
1: these up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and my daughter is 31, but I give children's books to a lot of a lot of people. So I was really happy to hear about the publishing company and and all the all the art, all the artists and authors that you have. It's it's so inspiring. So um how many are you up to now, Melissa? How many authors and, and artists?
4: I believe I have ten authors and five illustrators. Five, six, six, six.
1: Wow, that's that's commendable. Yeah, so we're growing. We're growing. And how many, um so you said you were in the schools and in um, the libraries, in is that in the greater Hartford area? Are there any other areas that you're in um, outside of the state of Connecticut?
4: Atlanta, California. Okay. Um, okay. Jamaica. There are a couple. There are a couple others that I'm not thinking of right now. But yeah, um, Imani just did a conference with Bahamas right so yeah we're, we're real where we go and imani is the wow. president president of the lol book club so we did a summer camp this summer and we had over five countries represented yes that,
1: tell me a little bit <laughs> yes, more about the yeah. book club olivia and how how you how you got that started and what goes on how long okay <laughs> so that actually
2: wasn't me that was imani but i am Vice
0: President of the Book Club. Go ahead, Imani.
5: So during the summer when I first moved here, I wanted to make friends a little faster than I was. So I was brainstorming with one of the friends that I made. And I thought since I loved reading and she loved reading and. So we thought, why not start a book club? We could start a book club and get some kids interested in. That would help us to read more and make friends. And from there, it just took off. Once I wrote my first book, I thought I'd incorporate that with the book club. And we have the mom vice presidents. We have the vice presidents and the attendees. And I, ha- I started my book club when my book club first took off. It was when I was in elementary school and it's been about, the book club started about a year and a half ago and we've been doing really well. We have authors come in from around the town now from around everywhere, around the country come because we're online now because of the quarantine, we got a lot of, We have a lot more authors coming and presenting their book. They have a lot of fun activities for us to do. And you can register at lolbookclubinc.com. And that's the book club. And what does LOL
1: stand for? And how many members do you have at this time? Do you think, and, and how
5: often do you meet? So we meet once a month and how many members do we have
4: i don't exactly know we have about 15 consistent members and we meet usually the third wednesday of every month but our next meeting will be october 28th at five thirty, and we have three lovely authors we have ernest hadrick we have carrie firestone and we have jenis owens and the way we do it is that we put kids in breakout rooms based on their ages so the author will share their books and then the kids will discuss and it's not just you don't just come and you sit and you read they're always fun activities like whether puzzles or reflections or different games we've had to be really innovative because it's online now wow that is so
1: so inspiring, and uh, <laughs> I'm speechless. Where do you see um, yourselves in the? Oh, she she asked you that, right? In the future, like I'm repeating, I'm repeating questions. I'm like, I want to read the books. <laughs> so I think we're gonna go back to let's go back to your stories. We have like 15 minutes left. And if each of you could read a little bit more from your stories, it would be great. Um, Olivia, we can start with you and maybe a little bit from one of your other books.
2: So this is Olivia Connect. My friends talk a lot, and I mean a lot, they use, so many devices made for oral communication rosa video chats while tech uses the computer while adam does the same using his tablet harriet talks on the telephone xavier talks on his cell phone while Nelson uses the payphone other devices we use are the radio television video games and even virtual reality
1: thank you you. okay
3: i'm gonna read a part of chapter one in a faraway land there lived a wicked witch of the dark woods not too far away at the edge of the woods there lived a beautiful girl named princess alicia and her father king o'neill in the kingdom of manchester King O'Neill named his daughter after his grandmother who held a very special place in his heart. Princess Alicia had now grown to the lovely age of 13 and was just as beautiful as her great-grandmother. She had big brown eyes, woolly and puffy black hair, and beautiful toned chocolate skin. She was tall and strong. Unfortunately, Princess Alicia's mother passed away when she was only two years old. She did not remember much about her. Her happiest times were those spent with her father looking at family pictures. He loved to tell her stories about how much her mother adored her. Her father had not remarried and she was his only child and heir to the kingdom. Princess Alicia did not enjoy staying indoors. She preferred to be outside playing with the animals. King O'Neill had tried on many occasions to get her to spend one more time playing inside with her dolls. Every day she dressed in her beautiful gowns. Princess Alicia asked her father daily for the seamstress to design pants for outdoor play. King O'Neill repeatedly responded no. He wanted her to play indoors the princess would sneak outside every day to play with her beloved animals. She made every effort not to soil her beautiful gowns. One day, Princess Alicia soiled one of her gowns, but she was able to hide it from
2: her father.
1: Thank you for that passage, um, and Imani.
5: Which one would you like me to read?
1: Um, Let's hear from your second book, the second book.
5: All right. My name is Sally. I am the little seed beside your feet. Can you please help me? Sure. How can I help? Put me in soil and make sure I have enough water and sunlight, but not too much, instructed Sally. Okay, I'm on it. Imani found Sally a perfect home in her backyard. Every day, she checked on Sally. Wow, Sally, you grew into a sprout. Can you tell me what happened, asked Imani. When you gave me water, you gave me life. My seed became activated and developed roots which anchored me to the soil. My seed, my seed also provided the nutrients I needed to grow into a sprout. This process is called germination. Continue to give me water and my roots will deliver all the nutrients to my stem and protect me from erosion," answered Sally. Wow, that's a lot of information to digest, laughed Imani. Hmm, let's see. So, if I found you at a plant nursery, then maybe you're a type of flower guessed Imani. What type of plant are you going to be? Sally smiled and said, let's figure it out together. Imani kept on watering Sally and waited for her to grow. A week went by and Sally grew and grew and grew. She had a long stem wide leaves, and a beautiful yellow flower. Wow, Sally, you look amazing. I never thought you would be a sunflower. Yes, that's right. I am Sally Sunflower. Thank you for taking care of me, Sally said gratefully. Oh, Sally, I have a great idea. Let's take a selfie together, Imani requested. Sure, that would be lovely.
0: Thank you so much, Imani. I think I think we have Olivia. Would you like to read for him for us? Would you like me to read more? I just
2: read the first time. <laughs>
1: okay. I we're running out of time, so I wanna ask you all,
4: what are you reading right now? I'm reading Paper Towns by John Green.
2: I'm reading Dress Coded by Carrie Firestone.
1: event
3: um for me right now i am not really focused on that because i am doing so much right now in getting myself together because school just started and we have been doing remote and we're now going back into school so that has been my um my focus right now and it's um it's a lot to digest so we actually are going in for the first time tomorrow
1: so um pray for us <laughs> oh so you're a teacher
0: so, yes is what you're
1: is, oh what is yes. what is it a grade or a college or what do you teach third grade wow yeah well we'll pray for you <laughs> thank you <laughs> imani what are you reading right now what's the book club reading
5: so the book club we are reading some books by our authors next book club meeting And I just finished Dress Coded by Carrie Firestone like a week ago. And right now I am reading a book called Lightning Girl. It's about a girl who becomes savant when she's struck by lightning. Savant meaning she becomes very smart. One side of her brain isn't working properly. So the other side is overloaded basically.
1: Thank you. Um I'm going to look for that book too, (laughs) as well as all of your books. I want to say we have to wind down. I want to say, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. This has been, I mean, if you look at the comments um, on Facebook, we've been getting a lot of people enjoying it. People are sharing this podcast right now with their friends and family. And, um, we have a, a a viewer that is a co-owner of a bookstore in new haven called people get ready lauren um it's like so wonderful so i'm sure she'll be looking forward to she'll be getting in touch with you about um getting the books in her store she delivers all over new haven <laughs> and it's still open for deliveries and I, I am so inspired, and thank you. Continue, continue, and I'm sure Yvette, you have much fuel for your students <laughs> with the, being a part that. of this publishing company. I want to thank you all for for coming on. This was lit. <laughs> this is what Elm City Lit is about. It was a lit lit show. We, um, I learned so. Uh, I learned just from Imani's book, like things about science that I forgot. I'm probably somewhere in the back of my head. <laughs> but we will be- Thank we you want so to much encourage-
4: for having us, Ethan and Emily. We really appreciate being here. Thank you for the opportunity. We want to encourage Thank you to so so buy, yeah. <laughs> buy
2: the <Yeah>. book,
1: buy the book. Get your dollars out there. Get on her website, Lauren Simone Publishing. All the books are there. All the information is there. She has a lovely website. It's easy access. and we want we want to encourage people to buy the book because we have to buy things I mean you like you said, you have a range of topics. you deal with like disabled disabilities and different things. And this savant book, who would have thought? <laughs> So we're going to say good good night for tonight and thank you all for tuning in to the elm city lit podcast and we look forward to seeing every two weeks and blessings and much success to continued success to all of you thank,
3: thank you so much for
1: appreciate
2: having it me. thank you Bye. thank you for having